and welcome to a Stoner Sunday service. I'm Pastor Pothead. I am an ordained Christian pastor through the International Council of Community Churches. This is an open service where everybody is welcome. And of course, services last no more than 30 minutes, just like Domino's. 30 minutes are free. Let's pray. Father, we come before you today with humble hearts. We praise you for your goodness and mercy. We thank you for your many blessings in our lives. We ask for your guidance and wisdom as we go through this church service. Help us to open our hearts and minds to hear from you. The readings today, there, there are a couple. Um, the first one comes from Philippians 4, 6 to 7. And this is the word of the Lord. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good, will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. And from Matthew 9, 12 to 13. Jesus, overhearing the conversation, shot back, Who needs a doctor? The healthy or the sick. You need to go figure out what this scripture means. I am after mercy, not religion. I'm here to invite outsiders, not coddle insiders. That is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Before we start the next sign and song and, and prepare for the sermon, I, I wanted to have a quick conversation about what we're talking about today. Today's subject is deep, difficult. And if you are in a position where you're feeling a sense of dread or mental exhaustion and you need people to talk to, I want you to understand that I am not a professional therapist. And if you're in a position where you need to talk to professionals, um, during the sermon and after, I'll be posting links of places you can reach out to speak with people that, that are there to just listen and help us through those situations or help our friends through those situations. So take a moment, relax. This is How to Save a Life by the Fray. Step one, you say we need to talk, he walks, you say sit down, it's just talk, he smiles politely back at you, you stare politely right on through, so much to what a window to your right, she 
Let's pray. Lord, help me to speak your word with faithfulness, clarity, authority, passion, wisdom, humility, and liberty. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. So today's sermon is, is titled, I'm Tired, Are You? And it's really going to be a look at how we as Christians and just how we as people in the world deal with this idea of mental exhaustion um, that can lead us down steps that, that are, it, it can lead to things like suicide, self-harm, um, the complete disconnection of ourselves from others. So we're, we're really, we're going to discuss and look at both what the Bible says about that and the people that you can reach out to or ways you can help others who are in that situation. It, it's been it's been a tough few weeks, if we were if, tough few months, years. I mean, back in 2020, we all went from being the normal society we were used to to suddenly being dealing with with the pandemic and COVID. And during the pandemic, of course, things in the U.S. just continue to become worse and worse as we become more and more polarized on both sides and less and less people are willing to see the middle. In other places of the world, they're dealing with the same issues. We've got a war going on in Ukraine that we're constantly seeing images about. Even worse now, we have a war going on in the Middle East. And the images coming out of that are gruesome and, and awful. And they just continually pound upon our brains. All the while, people here in the U.S. and in Canada and Europe are struggling to make ends meet to afford the basic necessities of life because jobs and, and work, those things are slowing down. The rich are getting richer. You know, the poor continue to get poorer. And it, it's really affecting the way we can live and the way that we breathe. And I think some of us, are very good at shrugging it off and continue to moving on on, an, on the outside, but inside we continue to feel this sense of dread and doom that just continuously is pounded upon your shoulders and you're, you're just continuously given the weight of this. Now in the Bible, it says in millions of places all over the Bible, take your problems to God and God will solve them. And there are people that take this literally to mean that I just have to tell God all my problems and he's going to give me the answers. And if we look outside the people that believe in God, they're going to tell you to you know, talk to your friends and your therapists. I'm going to tell you as a Christian, God has placed our friends and therapists there to be those voices and those ears, to be the angels we might need on a day-to-day -day basis. As the world is continuously pounding upon you, we need ways to release that stress, ways to talk about what's going on, ways to release our feelings and just let people know when we're hurting, when we're happy, and when we need help. Yet, as, as individuals, we are very good at, at locking that stuff in, building walls around ourselves and just keeping that inside. And it continues to move on until it becomes very dangerous. We, we start thinking of suicide and self-harm 
and, you know, or, or a complete disconnection of our life in ways that eliminate our ability to, to, you know, live and breathe and play within our communities. And we as people see this going on and we don't always know how to help. So the first thing I want to discuss really is how do we as people and as Christians help? And, you know, the first thing you always have to think about is when you're, when you're living within your communities and you're seeing people that are having trouble, that, that are just um, being beaten down and we're in our communities wondering what to do. The first thing we always have to remember is always consider any post about suicide, about um, mental, mental health, about just a drop in depression, a downward spiral. Always think of those as serious and genuine to start. It's always easier to apologize for misunderstanding a joke than it is to miss the post that we should have reacted to. Oh, we as a community members and as community leaders need to develop a system of monitoring and responding to our community. Deal with this information. It gives us the ability to support our communities. We need to be able to craft responses that are sensitive to that situation, yet realistic about our ability to support. Can you guys still hear me? Okay, sorry, I got a connection loss pop up and I wanted to make sure. And ultimately, we always have to remove, there's always an exception to the rules and that's imminent risk. If we're dealing with someone within our communities that are at imminent risk, that you just believe there's nothing that we've prepped or placed or prepared for within our communities to help these people that we should not be afraid to reach out and get them help. Reach out to emergency services. Reach out to local clergy, friends. Reach out to their family. Let them know what's going on so that they can help them. The trouble we have within our communities is most of us are dispersed across the world and we don't always know where to reach out. So at that point, reach out to other communities to see if they know how to get help. We as community leaders and community members have a responsibility to support and help our communities, the people we, we spend time with. And if we allow those people on the edges of our communities to fall off because we missed or ignored their, their actual posts that things are, there are problems, it does it. It causes a, a drop of morale within the community, and we start to question even our own existence. So, we need to work together. There are resources available to all of us for help. Um, I've made a couple posts, and I'm going to pop it up top, where you can go to get help. One of those, and the most important is the 988 Suicide and Crisis Line. And they have access to chat online and text. There's also strengthafterdisaster.org, which has the same idea. These are places that you from anywhere in the world can actually go to the site and, 
and talk and chat to people. And as you're leading people there, you need to think to yourself, what are they really saying? If you, you see them in emotional pain, you, you, as you're getting ready to offer them help, you have to ask the tough questions. Why are you having these issues? Are you considering killing yourself? Are you, are you considering something drastic and react to that? If, if our friends or community members are there, take time to listen with compassion and empathy. Don't dismiss or, dis or judge them. connect them. This was the important thing that I really wanted to talk about. How do we connect them? The, the lifeline says, you know, when should I call? And their first answer is, no matter what you're dealing with, whether or not you're thinking about suicide, if you just need someone to lean on for emotional support, you can call the lifeline. If you have, you know, you're worried about money, you're worried about your relationships, you don't understand sexual identity, you're trying to deal with substance abuse, depression, you're lonely. For any of these reasons, the 998 Lifeline is there for us. They're there for our communities. When you call, when, you know, if your friend asks, what happens if I call this place? First thing you'll get is you'll get a message that says, you've reached us. And then they'll play hold music for a few seconds while they connect you to a skilled trained crisis worker who works at a network crisis center and can answer the phone. They'll listen to you. They'll understand your problem. They'll provide support and share any resources that may be helpful. If you do call and your issue sounds imminent, they will attempt to send you help. I ask all of you to think about this as we deal with our communities lately. The world is a tough, hard place right now. It's not just our work problems that are affecting us, it's the world. And we as Christians, we as community leaders, we as just humans, one of our most important things in the idea of being love to others is to be love for others when they need it most. Um, before I end the sermon, last night, and this is going to be weird because I would have never thought I was going to do this, but last night on Saturday Night Live, Pete Davidson did what I would say is one of the most amazing cold openings in reaction to the crisis in the Middle East. And I'm going to play this for you now, and then we'll move into prayer. This week we saw the horrible images and stories from Israel and Gaza. And I know what you're thinking, who better to comment on it than Pete Davidson? <laughs> well, uh, in a lot of ways, uh, I am a good person to talk about it because when I was seven years old, uh, my dad was killed in a terrorist attack. So I know something about what that's like. Um, I saw so many terrible pictures this week of children suffering, uh, Israeli children and Palestinian children. And uh, it took me back to a really horrible, horrible place. And, um, you know, no one in this world deserves to suffer like that, you know, especially not kids, you know. Um, after my dad died, my mom tried uh, pretty much everything she could do to cheer me up. I remember one day when I was eight, uh, she got me what she thought was a Disney movie 
uh, but it was actually the Eddie Murphy stand-up special, Delirious. Uh, and we played it in the car on the way home, and when she heard the things Eddie Murphy was saying, uh, she tried to take it away. Um, but then she noticed something. Uh, for the first time in a long time, I was laughing again. Um, I don't understand it. I really don't, and I never will, but sometimes comedy is really the only way forward through tragedy. Um, you know, my heart is with everyone whose lives have been destroyed uh, this week. Um, but tonight, I'm going to do what I've always done in the face of tragedy, and that's try to be funny. Um, remember, I said try. <laughs> and live from New York, it's Saturday night. So... In the face of tragedy, we don't always have to be funny. Yes, comedy is great for tragedy. But in the face of tragedy, we need to support ourselves and our friends. Let us pray. Loving God, fill my heart with the love that you freely give. Make love my first and last thoughts. May I love others and freely give them. Make my spirit a spirit of joy happiness, and love for both my friends and families. Help me love as abundantly as you have loved me. Amen. Now, as I play the next song, I ask if you have any prayer requests, please place them in the blue bubble below or shoot them to me as a DM. And we will go over those when we pray. The song we are playing is... And I just misplaced it. Looking for some light by Colony House.
Lord, it's a tough world right now that we live in. We're all feeling the world just crashing on us and we're looking for a way to to shrug off the weight and continue our lives and and help our friends and our family and our communities just survive. Lord, I ask you to watch over my friends and family. I ask you to to look in on Tricky's mother-in-law. I ask you to take care of our soldiers, of our countries, of our communities. I ask you to watch over Nick and Doobie, Dave and Respector, Ann, Kay, David Duran, Cap, my wife Angie, Defy Fry, Kai, Peregrino, Watch over Essence and Soli. I ask you to, to let us feel that warm hug that lets us know you're here and that you can hear us. We love you. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. So for those of you who heard our sermon last week, you know my favorite part of the service is always my, my talk of tithing. And this week, I'm asking for a little bit different in the way of tithing. Not only am I asking you to spend, you know, time donating your time, treasure, or talents within your community, but I ask that you look at the posts that I made and repost them. That you take a moment to reach out to your family and friends and let them know you're here, that you're okay, and you're here for them if they're not okay. If any of you ever needs help, you are always welcome to shoot me a DM. I will share with you a number that we can reach each other at, or we can just chat and DM, and I'll do my best to listen and help. If I'm unable to, I will send you to a place, that, uh, a location or a number or someone that can. I love you all. Let us pray. God, we thank you for meeting us here tonight and for delivering your word. May each soul in this place have been touched by the songs and the preaching, and may each take to heart the words that came forth. We pray that those seeking answers received them, and those that needed a special touch were granted that touch. Bless each of us and keep us safe until we're able to gather again together in your name. Now I say to you all that are here and listening, Go out into the world with confidence, trusting that Christ is walking with you and that you are a beacon of light in this dark, dark world. Amen. Thank you. I will be closing us out with one last song, Unbreakable by Chris Carm. Some of the things that I know.